Hello and welcome to the White Trash Podcast. Been away for a minute. Been working two jobs. Been super busy. Just, uh, yeah, just hectic. Super hectic lately. Um, I actually miss doing it. Like, yeah. That's how you know I've been super busy. I've been wanting to do it and just haven't really been able to. But a lot has happened since the last time I recorded. Um, I'm pretty sure since the last time I recorded, um, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are going to the Super Bowl, which is goddamn amazing. I mean, the fact that Brady was even able to bring the Buccaneers to the playoffs... After being with them for the first, for one, he, he, this is his first year with them. No mini camps, no training camps, nothing, no preseason, like, <clears throat> complete, you know, new system, like, god damn, dude. Like, yeah, he has, a, he has some talent to throw to, but like, <clears throat> To have chemistry, like, yeah, he has Gronk, but that's one person. Like, he's not even throwing to Gronk that much. He's throwing to Antonio Brown, who he has some chemistry with, but... I, it's still, like... He's 43. It's just goddamn impressive. And, like... You think of how many times... I don't care how good of an offensive line you have, which he has a good one... He's still getting hit randomly, and, like, he's 43, and he can still take it. Like, I don't think he's going to retire anytime soon. Like, I think he might stick in the NFL for the next two or three years. It's fucking crazy. He's literally defying odds. Like, it's, even if he loses in the Super Bowl, like, it's just impressive that he's even there at his age. Like, it's fucking, and he has a real chance to win. I mean, the Buccaneers are a good team. And part of the reason they're good is because of him. I mean, damn, 10 Super Bowls. I, f- I was watching something earlier. I was pretty sure it was 10, but I, I got it confirmed earlier. Because I-, I knew, obviously, he had won six and lost three. He lost to the Giants twice and the Eagles once. So this is his 10 Super Bowl appearance. That's fucking insane. I mean... So many great players have never been to a Super Bowl or have been to one. Like, a lot of great players have been to one or two, you know, great, I mean, all-time greats have been to, like, three or four. Like, literally, that's what it is. Like, all-time greats have been to, like, you know, a few and they they won one or two. Like, it's, the dude is just, like... Utterly ridiculous. Like he, um, Joe Montana had five, so he's already passed him, and now he's just like adding on possibly to what he's already done. It's like that's how you know you're the goat is when the only person you can like surpass is yourself while you're still playing. That's fucking bonkers, you know. Yeah, it's, I've always been a big, not always, but 
a lot of my life I've been a big Tom Brady fan, and even I didn't know he was going to do this well this season. I mean, goddamn. He's throwing up good numbers, too. I think he has, like, 40 touchdowns. Maybe, like, eight interceptions or something. Impressive. Something something like that. Um, <clears throat> it's fucking wild. It's going to be such a good game. Oh, my God. It's going to be such a good game. The Chiefs and the Buccaneers. Brady, Mahomes. A good defense versus a really good offense. And the Chiefs' defense is not, you know, nothing to nothing to slouch about. It's, it's nothing to, you know, to lose sleep over. But it's definitely, it's not, it's an average, it's maybe a slightly above average defense. It's, it's solid. <clears throat> they seem to make plays when it matters. Um... That's what I... I've never really hear anyone talk about the Chiefs' defense. But, I mean... The Chiefs score a lot of points, but they don't let their opponents score that much. Like, compared to how much they're scoring... That's the thing is, like... The Chiefs' defense is giving up a lot of points for most teams. But I feel like the defense allows more points to be given up because they know... That Mahomes is dropping a 40-piece every night. Like, they might, you know, they might play a little less hard sometimes because they're, like, up by 20 points, you know. So, I think the Chiefs' defense is actually better than people think. I think that they just give up points later in games after they're already up by 20. I think that's really what it is. I think the Chiefs' defense is actually rather good. If, now that I'm thinking about it in 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 full context, um, because you don't get to the Super Bowl unless you have a good defense. First of all, like most of the time, like you really, it's hard to do. And they've been in the Super Bowl twice in a row. I mean, in the you know, uh, um, you just I I literally can't think of any team really who didn't have at least a solid defense and got to the Super Bowl. I really can't think of any. Um, or, like, a lot of teams get there, and, like, that's their, you know, that's what got them there, was their defense. Like, that's what people will, you know, people say. It was, you know, the Steelers, the Packers, um, you know, the Ravens. Um, sometimes the Patriots had a really good defense. Uh, a lot of the great teams, you know, obviously the Bears. I don't know if the, I know the Packers had a really good defense for... A while, but I, I don't know if they're they're not they're definitely not like historically known for good defense. They just had a run with Reggie White, I think that they were really good for like five to ten years or something on defense. Because they haven't been known for good defense lately, not that I remember. Um, but yeah, kind of kind of got sidetracked there. It's three thirty in the morning. Yeah, happens. Um, but what else did I want to talk about? Oh, Conor McGregor got got TKO'd or knocked out, whatever, by Dustin Poirier. Did not see that coming. Um, I do think it sets up a trilogy, and it will be a great trilogy. I don't know if he will fight Conor. I don't know if you know if those two will fight right away. I guess. My guess is that Connor has a, a fight 
you know, he fights Nate Diaz or for the third time. Or he fights, you know, Justin Gaethje or somebody. He fights, you know, Tony Ferguson. I think Conor versus Tony would be huge. I think that's really the one of the, you know, one of the fights I would really want to see. Um, but I do think Conor beats Dustin in the third fight. Because I think he respects him more. And I think when you gain Connor's respect, he takes you more serious. I think he's going to come back more focused. And, uh, yeah, I think Connor underestimated Dustin's boxing and just got caught. So I think in the third fight, Connor comes back and really, you know, plows through Dustin. I think Connor beats Nate in the third fight handily. I think he has Nate completely figured out. I think the first fight showed that a little. The second fight showed it more. And the third fight will show it more definitively. That Connor completely figured him out. Um, I think if Connor and Nate fought 10 times, I think Connor wins like 7 out of 10. I think if Connor and Dustin fight 10 times. Connor wins about maybe six, maybe half. Dustin's tough. Dustin's very, very uh, hungry right now. <clears throat> he has the hunger because <clears throat> he's never been a real champion, you know. <coughs> Sorry for the coughing. But, yeah, um, amazing stuff has been going on in sports. Crazy stuff. Um, Zion Williamson, even though the Pelicans do not have a great record, Zion Williamson is just so fucking impressive. Uh, I cannot wait to see what Zion looks like in, like, two years. <clears throat> like, I literally, I want to just, like, take a, a five-second look of, like, how far he progresses in two years. Like, I just want to take a snapshot, like, peek my head in, into the future and be like, what's Zion averaging in three years? And then just look at the stat line real quick and, like, come back. And my mind would just be fucking exploded on the floor. Because I literally think in three years Zion's going to average 30, you know, maybe 8 rebounds, maybe 10. And he's going to average, like, 6 assists. Maybe 5. Maybe a steal a game. He's fucking a block. He's fucking ridiculous. <coughs> If he gets better on defense, oh my god. The really the two things you really can say is defense and shooting. But like I don't think he's gonna need to learn how to shoot for quite some time. But he should take the time now while he's still very, very athletic. He should learn how to shoot now so that when he loses a little bit of his athleticism later in his career that he can use, you know, he can use those jump shots and those three-pointers as, like, uh, you know, just another way to score. Because eventually he won't, you know, fucking ten years from now, he won't be the fastest dude on the court anymore. Um, <clears throat> so, but it's, I just, man, it's weird to see such a unique player in the NBA. It's like... We got a bunch of, just a couple freaks in the NBA right now. I mean, obviously LeBron's a freak. 
Anthony Davis is a freak. That's why it's a problem to having those two freaks on the same fucking team. LeBron and AD. AD's a fucking freak. I mean, so freak. He's he's freakier than LeBron, and LeBron's a freak. How the fuck is that happening? How is that happening? He's on the same team. He's a young freak. LeBron's an old, an older freak, but fucking Anthony, fucking the Brow Davis is just you know, fucking like twenty six, prime, just in his prime, just per- perfectly ready to win championships, and uh, yeah, and then you got Kevin Durant, freak, freak, just absolute freak. Yeah, Giannis, who's like a freak, but like still figuring it out. There's other dudes I was talking about haven't figured out. Giannis does not have it figured out yet. Once he does, he'll be officially a, a you know a freak. That's a problem right now. He's just a freak. That's like somewhat of a problem. Uh, when Zion Zion's on the same level as Giannis, obviously Giannis is further ahead of him because he's been in the NBA a lot longer. But they're on the same level of like haven't figured the NBA out yet completely. Like they haven't you know they haven't made the NBA their bitch. Some players get to that level, and, you know, some players reach that at, like, year 8 or year 10 or whatever. Some players reach that year 5. I think Jordan reached that around, like, year, I don't know, maybe year 4 or 5. He really just started fucking taking over. Um, I think that happens with, I think they say year 3 and 4 and 5. Is like usually the athlete's best year where they really start, um, kind of showing the world like I'm a special talent. Like if it, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen in those years, and then just keep progressing from there or staying staying consistently, you know, really good for years. Um, but yeah, Zion is not there, but when he gets there, oh my goodness, holy shit, big fucking problem. Big, 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 big problem. If they can get some pieces around that dude, he learns to shoot a little bit. I mean, just a little. Very, I mean, the lowest shooting. He could have the lowest shooting percentage. Like, he, all basically all he needs to do is not have the lowest shooting percentage in the NBA. If he can just have, like, if he can not be in, like, the top, you know, the top four shooters in the NBA, if he can just be, like, if, let, let's say if there's 300 NBA players, if Zion can be, like, inside the 250 people, we're good to go. Like, I don't even care. Like, he just needs to not be the absolute worst. And that dude will be a fucking issue. If he can just make, like, one out of three shots, man. <laughs> you know, if that, if you know, because if you can make one out of three shots in three years, you can make two out of three, or you know, two or two out of five, or two and a half out of five, whatever. Um, but yeah, I love seeing freaks like that just fucking balling out. There's a few freaks in the NBA right now. Obviously, there's like compared to other people, every NBA player is a freak. Um, obviously, there's different levels there, but like. I mean, the freaks and freaks compared to other NBA players. Um, <clears throat> there's a few of them. There's, I mean, there's actually quite a, quite a big list if you really wanted to look at it. But 
I named the obvious ones. <clears throat> Russell Westbrook is somewhat of a freak. Still hasn't really rounded into form like I thought he would. James Harden, too, just hasn't really rounded into form for me. I think other players like Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving um, have rounded into form more. I think Jason Tatum is rounded in, <clears throat> is rounded into form right now in front of our eyes. I think he's he's progressing in ways that you would like to see. <coughs> um but yeah, there's just yeah, there's a few of those dudes who are you know, on that level, they just can't seem Paul George um, you know, players like that they just can't seem to kick it into the next gear and actually like win a title or like even you know go deep in the playoffs um you know i think i think it's uh i really think the west especially basket a lot of basketball talk the west especially is just i mean once you have lebron and anthony davis it's not even like it's not even Paul George's fault or like Kawhi Leonard's fault. It's just like no one needs to see that series. The Lakers are gonna win it. Like Anthony Davis and LeBron versus Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Um here's the thing. The LeBron versus Kawhi Leonard, you know, thing, okay. I I'm actually I'm okay with that. I actually won't lose that much sleep versus that with that matchup. Kawhi's a very good defender. LeBron can guard Kawhi, okay? You know, even if it doesn't happen that much in the game. I'm, this is just the, just the way I'm looking at it. <clears throat> so LeBron and Kawhi, I look at that and I'm like, cool, okay. Relatively balanced matchup there. Then I look at Anthony Davis and Paul George. I know I think I've said this exact thing before on the podcast, but... Maybe people didn't hear that episode. I don't know. Same analogy. But I, I look at the Anthony Davis and Paul George problem. And it's just... The gap is just... Paul George is really good. But the gap between him and Anthony Davis is... Um, it's, it's fucking about as big as Anthony Davis' Wayne span. Which is like 30 yards. So... Whatever that is. I saw a picture of Anthony Davis when he was still at Kentucky, I think. And he had his arm stretched out over uh, two, you know, basketball. You know, the the basketball racks that you, like, have for the three-point contest. Like those, you know, the ones you'd have at practice. Um, There's two basketball racks, and he has his arm stretched out covering both of them. Like, there's one on each side, and he's just... You can look up the picture. Anthony Davis, um, his arm his arm length is impossible. Kevin Durant has that too, but like, it, it, it's it's fucking crazy. And both of those dudes have handles. If Kevin Durant and Anthony Davis ever get on the same team, um, no one, and I mean no one, would stop them. Literally, no one. Like I don't even care what. They, they could have the the Cavs team from, like, you know, 
when LeBron was trying to win championships. You know, when LeBron, before LeBron won any championships, when he had those really bad Cavs teams, when LeBron was failing in Cleveland over and over again because his team sucked, Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant could have those teams and they'd win six championships in a row. I don't even... The, the, the coach of that team could literally be like the, the, the best student at a disabled school. Like, it, it doesn't matter. Like, it, it could be me. I could coach. I've, I've watched plenty of basketball uh, to know that um, you roll the ball out and you say, Kevin and Anthony, uh, you know, hey, Kevin, hey, AD, go win me six to seven championships. I'm going to go take a long nap. That's what I would do as a coach. And they, they'd be like, who's the coach? We haven't seen him in three years. Does anyone know he's won three championships? Oh, he's well aware. He's well aware. He, 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 everyone knows that. No one needs to know that that's happening. <clears throat> they, they, they wouldn't even, literally, if, if Kevin Durant and Anthony Davis were on the same team, what you could do is basically stop reporting on the NBA for six years. Like, you just, no one would watch. It would be worse than the Warriors. It'd be much worse. Much worse. Because you can't guard either of them. So, like, you can guard Clay Thompson a little bit. You can, you can... You know, Steph Curry's only one person. You can guard, you can double the shit out of him a little bit. There's, you know, there's ways to stop Curry. Um, there's no way to stop Anthony Davis or Kevin Durant. Um, <clears throat> Anthony Davis can shoot better than people think. I think he showed that uh, in the playoffs last year. Um, but yeah, you can just literally, like, I think I think people would lose their jobs because ESPN would just start dropping people. They'd be like, the only thing we have to report on is the NFL because the NBA's ratings have literally fallen off completely. <clears throat> because, you know, people wouldn't even need to say why anymore. People would just know. People would be like, yeah, the ratings of the NBA fell off. And everyone would be like, yeah, you know, fucking Kevin Durant. Anthony Davis, fucking douchebags. They would just be the most hated people on the planet, but also they would just be, you know, winning championships in their sleep. I can't even imagine what that would look like. It'd be so weird. Yeah, so that's that's how big the gap is between... I, I said all of that to come back to the point that the the gap... Between Anthony Davis and Paul George is a substantial one. It is a substantial gap, and it was worth saying all that to drive the point home that Paul George is just. Uh, here's what's so funny to me it feels like it's obvious to me because I'm an idiot, probably, but like. <clears throat> it seems like after a certain point. You have to give up on the whole Paul George thing. Like, he was with Indiana for a long time. You know? Then he went to the Thunder. He's getting older. Now he's with the Clippers. 
getting older. Doesn't doesn't play that well in the playoffs. Never has. Like, what are you do? What are you doing? Like, why would Kawhi want that? Um, and I thought last year that I thought last year <clears throat> was going to be Paul George's breakout season. I really did. I thought this is the year he knows this is his best opportunity to win in his entire career. He is going to ball the fuck out. That's what I thought. And nope. He didn't play terribly. He just didn't play up to standards. You know? Up to anyone's standards of him. Um, I would say. But yeah, it's fucking wild. I love the NBA, but... I do feel like... I do think... Unless there's any trades mid-season, which are definitely possible. Um, I think the Lakers just repeat. I mean, that's not controversial, but I don't really see anybody in their way. Um, Of course, I'm kidding. I wasn't. I actually, here's the funny thing. It's 3.45 in the morning, so for four seconds my brain was like, yeah, the Lakers, it's, you know, it's either the Lakers or the Clippers in the West, and the East is terrible, so, you know, obviously it's just the Lakers, and about four seconds, not even like, it was like as I was finishing the last few words of that, my brain was like screaming, Like, hey, you're a fucking moron, bumbling idiot, and it's 3.45 in the morning, and you just said a statement that makes no sense. And uh, that's what happens when you do a podcast at almost 4 in the morning, is you say things that are literally outlandishly stupid. Because I said the Los Angeles Lakers are probably going to repeat as champions, and... I didn't take into account at all that the Brooklyn Nets are a real team. They're a real team. They're a real thing. They exist. And that they have James Harden and Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. I'm still getting used to James Harden being on the Nets. That's the problem. Is I'm still not used to that. So that's going to take a minute to get used to. I'm going to say stupid shit. And then four seconds later realize that it was stupid. So... I should have a quarter. I should have to put a quarter in. Because it's happened a few times already. Every time I forget James Harden is on the nets, I should have to put a quarter in a jar. Like a swear jar. But I'll call it the forgot James Harden is on the nets jar. Maybe I'll find a way to get that a little shorter. Maybe I'll just call it, call it the Harden jar. Or the uh, the beard the beard jar. Or the the the... This, the I'm a stupid asshole who forgot James Harden went to the Nets jar. It's a little longer, but I think it drives the point home better. <laughs> um, I'm stupid. I think that's about it. I think that's really all I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk some NBA. 
wanted to talk the UFC a little bit. Um, Michael Chandler was very impressive. Um, I thought that was going to be a closer fight for sure. Definitely, definitely thought that was going to be like a decision uh, win for Chandler. But I thought he was going to win, but I thought it was going to be by decision. Maybe, you know, TKO later in the fight. Um, but very impressive. I would love to see Connor fight Michael Chandler. That'd be dope. Um, I love how, like, it's so funny. Even though Connor lost, and Connor's lost more than he's won lately. Like, you know, he's obviously lost versus Floyd. He lost versus Khabib. He lost versus Poirier. He beat Cowboy, but, I mean, Cowboy is, like... Literally the worst fighter. He's the worst fighter the UFC has. I don't know if he's still with the roster. I think he is for some reason. I'm not sure why. Um, he she he's uh he's literally like the old guy they send out there to like you know go fall on the fucking whatever go fall on the fucking grenade. They just keep sending the old guy out there to lose. <clears throat> Um, yeah, I know Cowboy could definitely kick the shit out of me. If if Cowboy had a broken leg and three broken fingers and a broken hand, you know, and, uh, also diarrhea, like he could still kick my ass, no problem. Um, he could kick my ass if he was going through chemotherapy and cancer. Um... Although if I caught him late, if if Cowboy Cerrone had like lymphoma, real bad, like and it was just in his bones, and he caught me on the wrong day, I might fuck him up. Just saying, and then brag about it, and people would be like, "Yeah, but like, was it well he had? Wasn't well he had cancer? Was it like it was like ten years before he had cancer, right?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, of course." They'd be like, but that that doesn't add up age-wise. You would have been, like, 14. Like, no. No, no, no. I beat up Cowboy Cerrone before he had cancer. They're like, no, you didn't. You beat up an old, you know, shriveled-up Cowboy Cerrone who had cancer. He already looks like he has cancer, kind of. He already, he's getting so old, he kind of looks like he has cancer. That's not good. Not good. Doesn't help that he's definitely bald or balding or whatever. He just looks like shit. Because <laughs> he's a professional fighter. He's been fighting forever and never won a title. He's just a journeyman. Um, yeah. Feel for those guys. That that dude's going to be eating through a straw in six months. Because, you know, he... Uh, He's like the Rocky of the UFC. But Rocky won more. So that's a bad comparison. Um, I think that's about it though. I've said that and then kept talking. And I've done that before. And I'll do it again. Just let you know. Sometimes I get real uh, jokingly aggressive. I hope you understand that I'm joking around. I just definitely like... You should obviously should know that. But... Sometimes I just get, like, real stern for no reason. I'm definitely joking around. 
It's also four in the morning. Uh, I get a little silly, a little goofy. It's supposed to be. That's what this is supposed to be. Yeah. Sometimes I just get too into sports and get it way too serious and passionate. <laughs> but yeah, this is the White Trash Podcast. I think this is uh, the end, possibly, most likely. I think. Pretty sure. Yep. Later.